episode 115 of The Platformers, a show about nerd culture. I'm your host, Brian Barnett. I'm Chris Shriver. I'm Joshua Mobley. This week, we're going to talk about a whole lot of stuff, including the Spider-Man films, the early reviews that are out for Venom. We're going to talk about Far Cry 5, party games, board games, and a whole lot more. Where do you want to start? I'm out on Spider-Man PS4. I'm not I'm not doing it anymore. I'm out. Mm. It's fine. I don't blame you. There's a there's a lot. Um, there are like many reasons why. Um, obviously, among them, just a limited amount of time that I have in my daily life. Sure. Um, You're a very busy man. I'm a very busy man, and busy I don't really cool have time. Too. I don't have time to play games that aren't grabbing me. And I've put in probably eight hours into this game at least. Wow. Um, and I just don't care. Like I really don't like this game. I I don't like that. I don't like this game. Um, because I was so hype on it for so long, and I was such a huge fan of Spider-Man 2. I played, like, the weird ones that Activision put out, um, with, like, the noir Spider-Man that was in it. Um, it was, like, that was, it was like, uh, what was it, um, Web of Shadows? Web of Shadows, I think, was that one. I've heard that's a good one. Yeah, like, I really enjoyed that game, and this game, I just, I'm gonna pull up some gameplay footage of that. Um, I'm just not in on it. Um, like, the the web swinging is great, and um, I think the performances are pretty good. I I think I kind of find this Spider-Man annoying, and I don't know why. I don't know if it's just like by the time by the end of the day, I just don't care. Like I like, I don't want to deal with just like this hyperactive human being, and that's really? kind of what he is. Like he's just const he's constantly just like quipping and like being a smartass, and I don't know if I'm just like getting old and. Grizzled, and I'm just like, whatever, I don't need to hear this. Um, and I don't find it charming. Um, wow, yeah, that being said, I uh, I went back today because uh, Digital Foundry put out a really good video of um, uh, what was it, Batman Arkham Knight on PC. They went back and started replaying it. Because okay. when it, it originally came out, it wasn't playable for the most part on PC. Um, given like like the hardware requirements requirements were too broad. Like it, it, was, it, it needed was too much. Super broken. Yeah, and and by the time it was patched, that. you needed like a really high end PC in order to play it. Um, and it was like the if you, unless you had like a 980 Ti, which my build has, or you had um, like a Titan or something like that. You probably weren't getting the like, like what you wanted out of that game. Um, now the 1070s and like what Digital Foundry has found in that game, um, the 1070 series, the 1080s. Um, if you're running like a 1080p rig, you can run that game at 60 games or 60 frames per second, um, provided you have enough VRAM. Um, so I went back and I started playing this tonight, and that game is like the perfect example of just like a completely realized world and like well, artistically um, gotham it's city yeah like like gotham, gotham city and city. arkham knight is like i love how it's put together i love how and it's weird because like when you're in new york like there's very you can identify the spaces like very differently like if i'm in times square and i'm in like physically in times square in real life i know i'm in times square or if I'm in... I mean, it's one of the, literally one of the most iconic locations in the world. I know. 
And what's funny is like somehow, and I feel like I'm in the minority on this, I don't feel like this game does a good enough job at making the environment different enough. Like, I don't, it, it doesn't have that feeling of, I'm in a section of this larger place. Like, the only really big that makes sense that, that happen is, like, when you're climbing Avengers Tower, like it's, or you're like, in... Like, it's all just New York, like, bleh. It yeah, yeah, like, it's all just samey. Like, and, and what's the funny is, like... for me and is that I, I, I can't really speak to that because I haven't been to New York yet. So I, sure. I does it does it I, feel like when you cross over from Harlem to some other place like it feels well, really different? Well, well, yeah. I mean, we I've never been to Harlem, and we will not go to Harlem when we go there. And there's nothing against Harlem. It's just like we're probably going to end up in the more touristy areas when we're there, um, because Harlem, unless you're going to like certain shows or something like that, there's no real reason to go unless you like want to see like some historical sites of like okay. Um, especially like the civil rights movement and things like that. Like if you want to see how that area is, um, from what I understand, Harlem is not like the best area to be in either. Um, I mean, there like, was a lot of crime in Spider-Man that happened that went sure. down there. Well, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> now, and Philly has a lot of those areas as well. I, I will say there were fewer like freaking basically concentration camps going on in there than there were in other parts of the game because <laughs> it's sure. not as big of an area. But other than that, it's, uh, it's pretty much par for the course. Uh, it, the, the, the funny thing is there are legitimately certain places in the game where, uh, and, and a lot of people have made this joke um, of, like, Spider-Man literally wouldn't work in any other city. Um, like, he just couldn't exist because there's not enough stuff for him to web off of. And there are legitimately parts of this game where I'm like, crap, I have to run for a while now. Central I do not Park. Like <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And you can still web off of, like, the trees and stuff, but it is not... You do not have as much wiggle room before you just end up running on the ground. Oh, and, and I mean, I'm that part of it doesn't even bother me. It's more... No, 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 it was interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah like, I'm, I'm okay just saying, with like, that. Other than that, like, it feels... I spent most of my time so far above the ground that, like, I don't know that I would have known any difference at all. No, no. And, and like, really the only thing that I'm paying attention to are the objective markers that I'm like, that is my next destination. So yeah. I'm heading in that direction. I'm not really paying. And maybe it's just the way I'm observing and playing the game, which is very possible. Um, but I'm not, I'm not as engrossed in the space. Um, and it's, it really is just like, okay, here's another group of buildings that I'm going between. Um, and it's, it's almost like, it focuses more on like the puzzle aspect of just like getting around them. Um, mm. And I'm not so much focused as like, okay, now I know I'm in this district or I know I'm in like, and I know what to expect out of this area. Um, whereas you look at Arkham Knight and like, I know that like this section is for, is like Penguin's area or this section is um, like Two Faces, Faces area. area yeah. yeah, exactly. Like it, there's, they're very identical. Like, disretainable as far as like where I am and the game feels differently in some sense because of it whether it's like the way the missions go or whatever um have you have you gotten to the place where stuff kind of hits the fan or no I am at I got to and I'm sure I'm going to say this and you're going to be like you're barely even anywhere in the game and it's very possible um I got to a mission where I chased shocker and then I got to where whatever the mission after that is where 
he's like breaking into a bank or something. Right. Oh my god, man! I forgot that even literally even happened in the game. <laughs> like every every time I turn this game, I literally on, forgot Shocker was even in the game because that happened so long ago. Yeah. Yeah. And every time I turn the game on. I feel like I'm not making any progress. Like, everyone's, oh, just keep playing it. It gets better. It gets better. And I'm like, Because Shocker is literally the first boss fight, other than, like, in the first level you fight. Well, not Wilson uh, Fisk. Yeah, you you fight Fisk. You fight Kingpin in the first level. Right. But, but like, other, I don't count first level bosses as the first boss. No, but, but like, I don't, he's, he's my first, problem is, like, yeah, he's the first I don't boss know boss. what the story is. I don't know... Yeah, what and, I'm working towards, for, and honestly, and I'm, I'm assuming you don't for a while. Yeah, you don't until until like the latter half of the game when you actually find out what's happening. Yeah, um, which the for for me personally, and we're gonna do I think a separate Spider-Man spoiler cast, but uh, just to kind of you know springboard off of what Chris was saying, for me, being Spider-Man. And also being Peter Parker was enough to pull me through. I mean, if you're if you're if you're not enjoying this version of the character, then I mean, there's n- not really. And I don't know how you feel. How do you feel about the combat in the game? I hate the combat in the game. What's then that, funny, I mean, that's that's it's literally. Then those are the two. Those are literally the like, two things. It's it's character moments with Peter Parker and combat that pulls you through until you find until the story starts unraveling itself. Yeah. So if you don't like either of those things, it's no wonder that you don't like this game. <laughs> What's funny is like I was playing and every, you know you and I have gone on this gone on about this for a while. And Josh, I think you even felt the same way um, as Brian with the Batman games, much like the. Uh, the Shadow of Mordor games, you don't like how snappy and like how you can like jump from enemy to enemy. Well, like that's how- see, I actually like the Arkham combat system and that. My problem with Shadow of Mordor is the way they treat Tolkien's the Lord work. of the Rings lore. Yeah, right. Like it doesn't feel <clears throat> it doesn't feel consistent with the IP, and it doesn't feel consistent with the world that I'm such. I a mean, big which fan is why of. they. Which is why they named it Middle Earth instead of Lord of the Rings. No, but I, I get what Josh is, and I don't know. No, 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 that's hundred percent. Like, he's hundred percent right. I'm just right, saying, right. Like, there's, there's a reason why the the they estate has kind title. of distanced itself from this. Sure. Game. I mean, I get why right. people enjoy it, but I, I don't know. I'm I'm kind of a, I'm kind of old school about a lot of these things. Like I like. You have standards that need to be met. I like with, with regards to a prop as a fan. And there goes the loudest scooter ever. Uh, <laughs> as a fan of Tolkien, I actually didn't hear it. Oh, okay. <laughs> as a fan of Tolkien's work, like it has, it has a specific feeling. It has a tone. Um, it's very like regal and toned down. Uh, and I don't. It, yeah, it is muted and like, kind of spacious. It feels like. And I always make this joke. I I think the the Middle Earth series feels like the Dark Horse comics version of Tolkien's work, and I'm just not super into it. Um, I realize there's people that are into it, and that's, that's cool. But I'm that's just actually not. really funny that you say that because that makes me want to take a side tangent and ask you how do you feel about the Dark Horse Star Wars comics? Some of them are are entertaining. I've only read I've read. Um, Infinities, which is fun. It's like a what if series. It's like, oh, what if Luke died on Hoth and Empire? Like, how will the rest play out? Like that kind of stuff. 
probably pretty poorly. Although, is that the one? Is that the one with uh, with with Leia becoming a Jedi instead? Yeah. Um. Or no, no, no. I'm thinking of the one where where. where no, that is that happens in that. She one. was gr- where she was raised on Tatooine, and he was raised on Alderaan. I don't. I don't know if that's like a, a comic. I think that's just art that people do. Okay. 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 Yeah. Um. No, but she does become. The, she goes to train with Yoda, like instead, and, and she's actually better and more responsible than Luke. Yes, <laughs> um, <laughs> makes me freaking long for a different universe. Yeah, I'll tell you that. I I I like some as of as much the, as I like Luke. I like some of the Dark Horse stuff, but at the same time, some of it is very weird because, like, even Lucas went on, has been on record saying like that all of that stuff. Like, if it wasn't one of his movies, it wasn't his world. He kind of just let people just do stuff, basically. Um, and Because he, he was like, ah, oh, that's different. Yeah, he was like, yeah, I mean, I have a couple of standards you have to, you know, stick to. But other than that, it's like, I don't really care what you do. Like, it's, but, because I don't think of it as that, you know. It's like, that's not really right. my world. That's just some other thing. Whereas now... Um, there's a there's like a, a group that maintains sort of like the consistency and the tone of the world. So everything that you read or interact with, like Star Wars, like fits inside of of that, and I think it makes it more consistent. So there's not like one, you know, it's not like you watch the movie and they're like, man, uh, Sidious is like one of the most powerful beings in the entire galaxy and all he does is shoot lightning out of his fingers and then you go to a game and all of a sudden like someone's just tearing a planet apart with their fingers you know and they're like but he's <laughs> yeah. not as strong as Sidious you know like it doesn't really yeah match up so it, it just yeah. depends honestly so basically he is a fan of the Arkham fighting uh, I am a fan of the Arkham yeah, fighting it's... I actually I, I like I like both Arkham games except for Knight. I'm not a big fan of Knight, to be honest. Well, and yeah, and I which think is a funny because people... from a, from a combat standpoint and from an open world standpoint, I think Knight is the best one. I haven't gone back to play City in years. Um, well, I haven't played. I actually come to think of it, I haven't played it since I first played it when it came out. But when City came out, that like you. You could ask me what my favorite game was like that year, and that would have been my answer. I was obsessed with that game. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, I I like City was the first game where I actually felt like Batman. I didn't feel like Batman in Arkham Asylum. Uh, it's yeah. too. It's too. I, it's, it's very Metroid. Asylum you're not, is yeah, very you're not, the best one. It, it's it's I I completely disagree no. because it doesn't make me feel like Batman. It takes Batman, who's a person who is known and is iconic for, like, sitting on top of skyscrapers overlooking the city and then, like, flying around. And you can't do any of that in in that because you're always inside a building. I don't know, dude. And it I'm feels just like, this is pretty dumb. consistent. No. it. I think why Asylum is the best one is because it's the most focused. Like... It's it's and it's not. It's, it doesn't have a thousand branching storylines. Yeah, it's lines. not. It's like, but it right, doesn't have the literally the main character of Batman is Gotham City, and Gotham City isn't even in it. You're in the one main character building. of Batman is Batman. That's why it's called Batman. <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> like I I disagree, but yeah, no, it's I mean it's fine. It's not called Gotham City for a reason. Yeah, it's called Batman. Arkham. It's called Batman because yeah, it's about Batman. It's true, but it's there's. <laughs> It just happens to take place Don't, in Gotham City. The Simpsons isn't about the Simpsons. It's about Apu. 
Dolls so it about should be Springfield. Called it's about Springfield, so it should be called Springfield. Without Gotham, there is no Batman, is the point. Sure. Goth- but like- Gotham City created Batman and all of his villains. It's the main character, and the city is the stage for all the stuff that happens. So if you give me a Batman game that doesn't have Arkham City, or not Arkham City, freaking caught up in the naming conventions, that doesn't have Gotham City in it, it doesn't make me feel like Batman. City was the first one that made me feel like Batman, but I hated the villain, and I didn't think that the story was that great. Oh my god, you're insane. All the right. story I don't even want to, in- No, I don't, I don't want to get down that rabbit hole. The point I've been trying, I was trying to make originally was I think it's interesting that I don't like the combat in Spider-Man, but if you, I think if you were to put the Arkham Knight combat system into Spider-Man and like tra- have them trade places, I think like for the character it makes more sense. Like it makes oh, more sense for Spider-Man totally to disagree. snap back and forth between different characters than it does for Batman to do that. I agree. I actually about? agree. He literally does. Well, no, what but the mean? thing is, here's the thing. I get what you're saying. He literally Chris. Dude, the Spider-Man thing is an amped up, faster version of the of the Arkham thing, such that in Spider-Man no, 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 it actually no, 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 feels Fry. good. I thought th- I thought the same thing. Go back and play Arkham Knight, dude. You I've can, literally platinumed Spider-Man. Can, Don't talk to me about that. No, I know what I'm talking about, Brian. Brian, you. I can also fl- platinumed Arkham Knight. All right, so. cool, Brian. You can fl- like literally fly across the base of a map. To get from one ca- one enemy to another in Arkham Knight, you cannot. You do can't. That it's it's kind of ridiculous, like the amount yeah. of space you, you can are traverse. You're so limited. Yeah, hold on, you're hold on, so hold on. limited. Let me, let me ask space wise. Are you talking about? Are you talking about just by punching? Yeah, he's able yeah, to that's, jump that's across all the I'm screen. That's what I'm talking about right now. Is like if okay. I if I hit a character on one side of the space and then there's another one over here. Like, in Batman, I can go back and forth between all these different enemies at, at any given time. Spider-Man, you straight up cannot do that. No, you absolutely can do that. You hit not as fluent, Not as quickly. It's so much faster. Like, I... All right, go play Batman and, and talk to me. Like, I mean, I've done, I've done literally 200 hit plus combos in Spider-Man. Like, I know what I'm talking about. Like, you can right. bounce all the way... You can even do it with people in the air. Like, you can bounce from the ground to the air, back to the ground... And like freaking chain combos and all that. like it's ridiculous. I don't understand how you're. How you're Josh, saying do you that. get what I'm saying? I get what you're saying, Chris. Like though, what he's trying to say is that that combat system is more tonally and mechanically consistent in Spider-Man than it is in Batman, right? Which is yes. That, yes. that is one thing of what I'm saying. But another thing I'm saying is I can combo to whoever I want. Yeah. Basically, whenever I want. The pro- the only problem is selecting a specific target when there are like seven people around you. But I mean, you can't really do that in Batman either. Hold on, who made this video? Swifty Unknown just made this video that I have up right now. Um, okay. Where they Can go you, is through. This, is this an example of what you're talking about? This is an example of what I'm. Well, so I'm gonna find what I mean. Um, but they have like gameplay footage of Batman and Spider-Man like side by side. Um, so I'm gonna see if it point. We can keep talking. Oh wait, yeah. Because be one it. thing, one thing I will say in in your defense and to your point is that like if all you're doing is hitting square, like yeah, he's gonna do like a somersaulting rolling jump across the room to punch somebody in the face, and Spider Man won't do that. But in Spider Man, you don't need to do that because you can just web to somebody instantly. Maybe that's, I guess that's the difference. Like Spider Man, if if I, if you don't web back and forth between enemies you can't traverse that much ground 
Like, all, if you double tap A in Spider-Man or you hit square on enemy A and square on enemy B after hitting enemy A, oh, he, you yeah, don't he snap he to that character. To That's yeah. what I'm talking about. But, but I, I feel s- like it makes... It makes more sense for Spider-Man to do that than for Batman. Absolutely, because he can actually, like, he can jump, like, freaking 50 feet or whatever. That's what I'm saying. Sure, okay. But but I don't see that that's a... To me, it's way more engaging to hit, like, square, 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 triangle, square, 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 than it is for me to hit square, square, and then just pivot the direction over there, and then just a bunch more squares. Like, that feels more brain-dead to me, and I don't like that. And you're right. And what's funny is, like, there's a um, video game donkey does a a review of Arkham Knight, where, like, if you've ever seen, like, his videos, like, he usually just rips on games for the most part, unless he really likes it. But he, like, he does a really good job at finding flaws in gameplay design um and mm. control design and things like that but one of the things he shows I really in respect arkham knight who can do that it's it's tricky to do if you don't yeah. know how well and in arkham knight like it's so obvious like because i don't i never really notice it um he's like wow the combat in this game is amazing and he just sits there and taps square and just takes out like a fleet of guys but yeah. when i'm playing arkham knight i'm not focused on that i'm more focused on okay now i'm gonna stun a guy and jump over him and use batarangs and like i'm constantly changing what i'm doing so i'm not yeah. thinking about it but realistically you could play that whole game just hitting square spider-man you straight up can't do that which, like just which is one square. of them that be a Reasons good thing which is which is no which is a good thing i'm not saying yeah. it's a bad thing yeah um it's just it, it's interesting how like that side of it they've adapt they've not adapted they've uh, evolved the the combat in that regard but because of it, um, I don't know. I well, it, it's weird. I'm like I'm like, I'm in a weird place with it because I don't play Batman that way, and yet I'm playing Spider Man, and I'm like, screw this game. I'm I don't enjoy it. <laughs> yeah, it's it's very interesting to me because because and, and let me tell you, like Spider Man isn't easy. No, like, it's not. Like I moved it down to to easy mode, and if you get hit by a sniper, like eighty to ninety percent of your health is just gone. Like it's yeah, that's ju- the other thing. It's he feels very weak, like overall. Am I, just, I ended up putting am I just on the good at video games suit? or something because I'm just like you not having are. any of these issues and I'm doing just fine. <laughs> I don't. I know. mean, t- once once I actually became like fluent in the combat system and actually started to take, uh, once I started thinking I'm Spider Man, I need to dodge every hit, um, because that's what Spider Man would do, and you know, really express myself with the toolkit. And, like, I'm dodging and then, like, grabbing rockets out of the air and throwing them back at people, ripping people's shields off, spinning them around, throwing them, webbing people up, switching think- items from to, like, web bombs and impact web to, like, splat people up against the wall. Like, once I started expressing all, like, using more of the verb set and doing things like that, like... If somebody was about to shoot me from behind, I would punch somebody and then slide under their legs and start attacking him from behind, and then they got shot. You know what I mean? Like, right, right. I started to do more of that sort of stuff, and then it wasn't that difficult. Um, but the damage, even on easy mode, the damage that you take is so ridiculous. Like, it's so well, and, excessive. And it's that, and it's at the start... The, the start of the game, like, the first two or three hours, I understand, like, giving give me the Metroid situation where i don't have a lot of powers yet i'm going to level up i'm going to you know upgrade my health meter and whatever i get that don't make the game nearly unplayable for the player like the difficulty curve in the first three hours is so high 
I I can't imagine how many people got turned off by it. And I'm, I'm I might be wrong. I don't know. It just it seemed like for a game that is supposed to be meant for this like mass market, they made it so hard for people to like get into it. I I very quickly was like, holy crap! I'm getting killed in like in 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 a boss battle. I'm like I'm getting killed in like two or three hits. And even in the first fight with Kingpin, like I was like this guy, like I'm dodging out of the way and he is like homing in on me and still hitting me even after I dodged twice. Um, like I, like I dodge backwards, I dodge backwards and he's been winding up for his punch and he still connects and I'm like, crap. Okay. So I basically have to wait until the spider sense is blue and then dodge out of the way. Like I can't dodge early, which is right. weird, but it's like that becomes the flow, especially when you're engaging, like 15 people later on when you're fighting like a base or something. Mm-hmm. Um, but like I very quickly, like very early on in the game, turned it down to easy because I was like, this is going to be more fun for me. And, and it, maybe it was, that's what I have to do, honestly. I, I'm very interested to go back and actually do. I don't. Is New Game Plus up now? I don't think so. Because they said they were going to add it. it uh, whenever it goes up, I will probably go back and do New Game Plus on like hard or something. And just see what it's like. Because now that I'm, like, super fluent in... I mean, I, I have, like, pretty much all the upgrades in the game. I Like, there are sure. only a few that I didn't get. Um, and I've done everything. So, it's like, I there's nothing that's going to surprise me in New Game Plus. Um, so, like, I'd be very interested to see, like, how much that actually changes the difficulty. Um, but it did get hectic. And, and uh, I'm going to talk about this more in the... Uh, in the spoiler cast, but Spider-Man really does remind me of like Arkham Knight, a cross between like Arkham Knight and, uh, and prototype. Like when, yeah. when the game gets really hectic, like it does remind me of when I was fighting like five tanks in prototype. Like it's towards the end of prototype. It gets freaking ridiculous. It does. Like people are always shooting rocket launchers at you. There are snipers that are the five snipers from different rooftops trying to pick you off. You're fighting the U.S. Army and they have a bunch of tanks out and like, it's just totally, totally insane. Look out! It's and Spider Man doesn't get Spider Man doesn't get that crazy, but it does get kind of nuts at certain points. So I it's, but all of that really spoke to me, especially because I'm, I mean, as we've discussed before, like I'm a huge Spider Man fan, and it was it's, this was the first this did for me what Arkham did for my experience with Batman. Like this game made me feel like I was Spider-Man. Now and that's I didn't, what I didn't yeah, play. That's the what I'm, I want. And the fact that it hasn't happened yet. I, I think that's why I'm so frustrated is like, I love this character and I, I have since I was like a little kid and yeah. it's like breaking my heart that I just can't like this game. <laughs> just watch, all, just watch all the cutscenes, Chris. And then, yeah, I mean, uh, I'm maybe I'll try bumping it down to easy. I don't know, and I don't even I don't think the difficulty is the problem at this point because um, I, I know the combat system. Um, like it's not like I'm dying, well, and it doesn't constantly. give you that much wiggle room. Like I still died right. several times on easy on boss fights. Right. Um, um, the only other thing I want to mention that <laughs> that I think Batman is better at. Um, they do a re- Batman does a really good job at like you'll enter in a space and like and it happens at the first like half hour um, is like a good example of it. There's a of, part uh, of which which game in particular of Arkham Knight, okay. where you walk into a space and like a building and um, scarecrows in the background and like but like it's still gameplay, 
and you see Poison Ivy is like locked in this room with a guard. Oh yeah, yeah. And it it seamlessly transitions you into this cutscene, and they, yes. that game does a really good job of just like, okay, now I'm playing and now I'm watching a movie. Yes. You don't really get that out of Spider-Man, from what I've you seen You get straight so far. cuts. You get straight screens. hard yeah. cuts, yeah. Yeah. yeah, which is kind of beat. Um, but, like, you know, whatever. Different developer, different way of doing things. Um, but it definitely... That would be amazing if they could if they could take it to that level with the next game. Ooh. Oh, yeah, yeah. Ugh. And and do something about that hair. Come on, guys. And I think part of me is... Dude, his hair, his hair is awful. Yeah. It's way too high. Um, really like Ron Swanson would be like tone it down a bit. Um, no, he uh, crap. I can't remember what I was gonna say, but yeah, the hair is a little much. Loading screens, yeah. that sort What's of that? thing. You're talking about loading screens transitioning cleanly from one thing. Oh, oh, and I code. think the other the other thing or the other problem rather is that I'm constant or because I'm so not like fresh off of it, but the last big first party. Uh, game I played that was on a Sony console God of War. was God of War, and that whole game is <laughs> no nothing but screens that. at all. Yeah, yeah. So it's hard for me to not make that comparison. Um, yeah, yeah. And I know that that's a huge order because God of War does things that are like way beyond anything that anyone else has done in the past like several years. Uh, or no, I'm sorry, ever. Um, but. Uh, I have to make that comparison now. Like, I, that's something I notice now. If it's not there. Oh, um, speaking of, speaking of which, very very small aside. Very small aside. You talking about God of War reminded me of this. Uh, if you are a fan of Flight of the Concords, they were on the Late Show with Stephen Colbert, and they did they performed a song called Father and Son, and you guys need to go watch it. It's so good. Just look it up on YouTube. Late Show, Stephen Colbert, Flight of the Concords, Father and Son. It's a great song. I'm a huge Flight of the Concords fan. They're hilarious. Um, they're, I think they're doing a tour right now. Um, but it was awesome. So you just talking about... Was like, it one that they... This one they wrote? Yeah. Oh, okay. I suddenly, sure was, uh... he wasn't racist anymore. <laughs> anymore. <laughs> Did you guys watch Flight of the Concords when it was on? No. Or, or I guess now. Yes, I've just heard. I've just did. heard some songs. Yeah, it's absolutely like I'll be the racist dragon. Yeah, uh, it's <laughs> it's amazing, dude. Flight of the Concords is legitimately like one of the best shows ever. It's so I tried. Good. I tried getting Jess into it. The first episode is a. Uh, it, it, they're they're still finding their footing. Um, yeah, and like, it, but there's there were some moments where I was like, wow, this is really. <laughs> Um, I put it on one night and she was just like, nope, like she was out of it um, and fell asleep. That, but isn't that uh, like the most heartbreaking thing when oh, you share something totally you is. love with someone that you love and they and don't, and they're like, like at all. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, no, I was like, all right, I thought I loved you. Uh, <laughs> that's it. You don't like Flight of the Concords? We're done. We're done. I said you're done. Pack up your shit <laughs> and get out. And get out of here. But yeah, Fly the Concords, Father and Son, go look it up. It's a great song. The first the first bit I was like, oh man, is this like a is this like a legit serious song? And then it just gets ridiculous and I love it so much. I was like, ah, oh, they're back. I was really I have the video playing right now, but obviously there's no audio because Yeah, it's there's nothing in it. We're it's recording. just them sitting there playing guitars and singing. But yeah, you, yeah. yeah you gotta listen to the words. Um yeah, so that was those are preliminary thoughts. Um I have finished Spider-Man, I've uh, I got the platinum trophy. Uh, it is I can't remember what number platinum trophy. It's like thirty something. 
Yeah. Um, for me, which is it's it's the funny thing is I haven't hundred percented a game in a long time. I've literally hundred percented two games this year. Uh, what was the other the one? Ad- God of War. The other one was God of War. I've been thinking about going back to New Game Plus for that, um, because especially when when we get into the the Game of the Year discussions that will yes inevitably come. Um, I that game. Spoiler alert: I, Both of those games will be in the discussion. Sure, um, but I can't forget. Like I don't want to forget how special I thought that game was, and I don't think I ever will. What God um, of War? Yeah, like yeah. I'll catch myself in the middle special. of the day, just like daydreaming, thinking about how freaking good. That I still game think is. about. It's, I still think about it. Oh my god! And I, that game is incredible. Like I, I am I also toying with the idea of going back and playing it again because I, I have a video essay I want to do about it, but like, it's just, I'm like, when am I gonna have the time? Speaking of video essay, do you guys remember when essays were literally the worst thing in school, and everyone hated them? At least I did. Yeah, when I, I was hated school, them. I freaking hated yeah. doing them. But essays. I hated them because they made you write about things you didn't care about. That's yeah. the difference. That's yes, when I had is. to write my essay about like the covenant religion and how it relates to other religions for my religious study course, like Hey, that legit, was probably my, I want to read my, that. The, one of my most favorite things I've ever written. I can't I think I lost it. I don't know what happened to it. Because um, I've gone looking it. for it's it gone. many times. It's gone forever. But uh yeah, like that's what I mean. There are things that I've done for school that, like, and, and this is learning in general, folks. Like, if I, if anybody cares about what they're doing, obviously they're going to do a better job at it. If they don't, yes. then it's going to be reflected in their work. Um, so don't do stuff you don't want to do for a living because you'll just be miserable and your yes, work's going to suck I because of it. Highly recommend doing something you love, even if it doesn't pay that well. Because let me tell you, happiness is worth a lot. It's not everything. Fight for freaking equal pay and all that sort of stuff. Fight for your right. Fight for, fight for a good, for a good wage, <laughs> and also fight for the right to party, and maintain a good work-life balance. I was actually talking to Wolfie about that earlier today. Um, yeah, don't I, do what I do. Don't burn yourself out like day in he, and day out because he awful. was like, he was like, oh, we we work so hard to get these jobs so that we can pay for these games that we want to play, and then we don't have any time to play them. I was like, that's why work-life balance is so important. Yep. Because, like, if you literally spend all your money, you know, spend all your, your, your wealth if you're fortunate enough to, to have good stuff going on, and, and then you don't even have time to play it, like, what? literally, what is the point? Like, you have to be able to enjoy your life. Yep. So, take care of yourselves out there, listeners. Viewers, don't do what I do. <laughs> readers. Uh, but anyway, yeah, so those will definitely be in uh, Game of the Year discussions. Oh, yeah. Um, Speaking of Spider-Man, I went back and because I was so hype on uh, on the Spider-Man game and of course like all the other stuff, you, you guys we've we've been talking about uh, me reading Spider-Man comics for a while now. Yeah. Because um, I've been checking them out from the library and all that sort of stuff. So I read more of those. A funny thing happened. I, so I platinumed. One of the things that you have to do in the to get the platinum in Spider-Man is uh, unlock all the special suits. And the the feedback loop that you get, and the way that you're unlocking things by going out, doing more activities, earning more tokens, unlocking more suits. That loop is incredibly satisfying. And honestly, I think that the platinum in Spider-Man is one of the best that I've ever gotten. Um, it's not like I spent almost no time doing stuff I wasn't interested in doing. Um, 
the only thing I would say is I wish I had spaced out more because at a certain point I was just like, I have to know how the story ends. And I just made a beeline through the story and ignored everything else. I wish I would have taken a more like, let me go on patrol for a while. Let me do like three or four like crimes and then, you know, uh, bases or things like that. And then gone back to a story mission, because if that was the case, I would have finished the platinum right around the same time I finished the game. And I think that would have tied a really beautiful bow on it. Um, as it stands, I spent like one or two hours after I finished the story, uh, wrapping up the platinum. Um, do you, would you rather have saved that? Like, so like the way God of War's platinum works, and this isn't really a spoiler, but like when you finish the storyline, there's a lot more to do after you finish the game. I Um, like the way Spider-Man does it more because I felt like by the time I was done with the story, I, I was good. Like I, I, for God I, of War, you mean? I or Spider Man? Uh, honestly, both. Like I, I'm the type of person that like when I beat a game, that's typically it for me. Um, sure. Yeah. But I was enjoying the combat um, in Spider Man so much that I was like, I want to do all this stuff. You know, I want to see what all these suits look like. You know, that sort of a thing. Right. Um, in God of War, I found some of the some of the trophies to be a little tedious. Like I didn't care about the Muspelheim stuff at all. And so being required to do it, like I wish that would have just been extra, um, like just extra stuff you could do. I understand why there was a trophy there and stuff like that, but like some of it was like, you have to ace this or like, you have to do all this stuff. I, I don't know. I, this, the extra stuff in God of War, I didn't enjoy as much as the extra stuff in Spider-Man. Okay. Because the extra stuff in Spider-Man is just more of the core loop. Like, Here's we're gonna throw you up against like fifty guys. Have fun, and I was right. like, yeah, because being in that flow state in Spider-Man of like juggling people, throwing people across the room, webbing them to walls, pulling down towers, and like all that stuff, that was incredibly satisfying to me. So being able to like just do more of that was what I wanted. Whereas like, I I don't know, I didn't I didn't feel the same way in in God of War for whatever reason. Even though the combat is like really good, um. I don't, I don't, I don't know why, but I, I like the kind of tighter experience of Spider-Man. I think, as far as as far as trophy list is concerned. Sure. I, do, um, I don't even pay attention to that stuff anymore. I used to. God of War. It was the only one that I was like, but it was only like. It has to be a special type of game anymore for me to. Same, or same I have to. Me. I have to really love it. Like, like. Yeah. And it. The, Using I intended the same to do example it. I always do, but like the Persona dancing games, like yeah, it sounds like a stupid thing to be like I'm gonna platinum this game, but like I love the fact that I can be like I love this game that much and I want them to do that well that like I'm going to buy the North American release when that comes out because like I want them to keep making those kinds of games because it's what I like to play. Mm-hmm. So like I have to be able to support that, but then it's almost like a badge of honor of like this is how much of a weeb I am. Like I love that these exist so much. I feel the same way, and and it was my intention to... Wow, that was... That was loud. That was a loud one. Which yeah. one? That, the freaking Brian motorcycle that just freaking, howled past he, my house. I didn't house. hear it at all. Ghost Rider drive out front of his house. Legit, dude, I live in the Marvel <laughs> Universe. But I legitimately intended to go back and get the Platinum in Last of Us because I love that game so much, and I just... I, I couldn't. I started yeah. to do New Game Plus to go back and unlock all the knife doors and like all that sort of stuff. Oh, Last of I Us? Just, yeah. No. The Last of Us? Um, I, I, co- I couldn't do it. Isn't a fun game? No. It's an it's a story. It is an experience. It's, like, 
That is yeah. not a game that to me is meant to be revisited in in a sense of like I'm going to do this TV. It's thing like Schindler's List. And... Schindler's List isn't yeah. a fun movie to watch on a Saturday afternoon. It's a movie you should right. watch. Right, and that's great. Fine, Josh, I get it. I need but to watch Schindler's List. Have you not seen Schindler's List? No, I haven't seen. Oh, it. Brian, go watch Schindler's List. How Shawshank? Here's, here's what I need. I still haven't seen. That I haven't either. seen I know Shawshank you either. So. I don't know how it's possible. You can, you can turn on any TV is, station right now, and it's probably playing. What I need to do is like I need to I need to talk to Audrey. I need to be like, all right, let's get some drinks. Let's get let's get some drinks in us. Let's start. Uh, let's put on Schindler's List and make out on the couch. Yeah, that's maybe <laughs> not. Nice. Making out during Schindler's List. <laughs> oh. What is that Seinfeld? That's a Seinfeld reference. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's a horrible <laughs> thing to do. He hasn't been able to. He hasn't been able to see his girlfriend in like a really long time. That's the only right. time they get together. But, oh no, it's because his parents are staying with him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So like and he can't they, they bring her back out. to his apartment or something like that. The only time they can spend together is when they go to the movies. They go see Schindler's <laughs> List and make out in the back seat, and they don't even watch the movie. <laughs> Got it. But yeah, you should show. watch that. <laughs> I, I know I should. It, it's it's on it's on my list. Honestly, there's there's a uh, there's a podcast called. Um, I've, I, have I talked about this about how did this get made? There's yes. a podcast called How This Get Made about like really bad movies, and there's one that, that the guy Paul Shear uh, does that's about really good movies. It's called Unspooled, and they're going through the AFI top 100 movies. Yeah, and then they do like podcasts and retrospectives and like breakdowns on that sort of stuff to to see like do these movies still hold up? Do they still deserve to be in the top 100? Do they deserve to be in the place on the list that they are? Different things like that. It's really interesting. I just listened to one about ET. Uh, which I haven't seen since I was a kid. I need to watch that again. But I, I kind of want to go through and watch the AFI Top 100 myself uh, just because there are a lot of movies on there that I have not seen. And I know Schindler's List, I'm pretty sure, is on there. Yeah, yeah. Um, but anyway. We should uh, when you we should watch at least like one or two of those movies when you're here. If like if there's a oh, day where do we that? like... Yeah, well, like we just there's don't a day we don't want to go outside and we're just like, whatever, we'll just bum it up. Like, we should do that. Because I yeah. own a lot of like those AFI movies. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, that yeah. sounds good to me. Yeah. I know Audrey won't argue against staying in. <laughs> no, neither will Jess. <laughs> She's a homebody. <laughs> uh, yeah, so so, um, so basically ta- talking about like all the Spider-Man stuff, uh, there was this really cool moment where I had gotten the platinum in Spider-Man and then I started reading this comic book. And uh, like I was talking to you guys earlier about how much I, uh, I like Venom and stuff, but I really got into Hobgoblin because I was reading this particular run. Um, it was a dance lot run of spider-man and there's a moment where spider-man is like all right this hobgoblin can do like this crazy scream and it like basically like shatters people's eardrums and stuff i need some way to work around it and be able to take him on and he actually created one of the suits that i unlocked in the game and i was like oh that's where that's from that's so cool (laughs) and it was literally like the next day yeah or like later that day and i was like that's so crazy like because there are a lot of Spider-Man outfits in that game that I'm like, I have no idea where this comes from. There's one in particular oh, yeah. that I'm super confused by. Uh, anyway. But Which, yeah, so what color is it? It is white. Oh, never mind. It's not the one it I It is all say. white. Uh, yeah. And it's a is little it like the Is it like the human beings from Community? Uh, have you ever I seen that? Get that reference. No, no. All right, never mind. No. They have that like in Community. They have like a, the worst mascot because they're like, oh, we don't. They're like, we want it to be uh, gender neutral Uh-oh. and not exclude anyone. So they create this like horrifying mascot that's basically just like a guy in like a, one of those like white just 
you know suits and then they just like have this weird spray painted like joker face on the front of it <laughs> and they're called their their sports teams are called the human beings it's really funny <laughs> Oh my god, that's terrifying. <laughs> no, I gotta look, look at this, this up. <laughs> oh, I hate it so much. That's the point. Oh, it's awful. Oh. Gross. <laughs> it looks like Buster Bluth. That's hilarious. That's great. Anyway. Uh, yeah. So yeah, so so anyway, I, I um, after that I was like, you know what? I really want to go back and watch like a bunch of Spider-Man movies. So I've watched, uh, I watch. I couldn't, I couldn't find my copy of the original Tobey Maguire Spider-Man. So I watched Spider-Man two and three, and then I Why? watched uh, Why? Homecoming, <laughs> and then I watched Amazing Spider-Man one, and I'm about halfway through Amazing Spider-Man two. Ooh. Uh, the interesting thing is, I remember at the time. Uh, at the time when the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man movies came out, everybody was into them. Well, and, when hold the, on. and when the Amazing hold, hold Spider-Man on. movies, just hold on, when everybody, when when the Amazing Spider-Man movies with Andrew Garfield came out, everybody was down on them. Nobody liked them. That's not mm-hmm. true. That's and not true. That's not nobody that's in my true. friend circles. Nobody liked no. them. No, uh, so the way I remember it, Spider-Man one came out, it was lit. Spider-Man two came out, the hype meter was off the chain yeah. yes and, and then, then that three, movie came out and people yeah. lost their minds and said it was like nothing will ever top this dr octopus is amazing he's such a good villain yes whatever yes and then spider-man 3 came out and it was like this Sony just took a huge poop on my child i i and actually everybody got i actually about. liked the first amazing spider-man but i never I saw too. the second one because i heard it was bad I, I Dude, really like the first one. Um, it is the second one is literally heart. It's it's heartbreaking. It <laughs> oh, is the, the scene, and this is a spoiler yes, alert. Yes, we, we, we can't. It's not even canon anymore. Like whatever, or you know what I mean. I know it's not part of like the MCU. Right. Um, that Gwen Stacy scene. Oh my it god! It still sits with me. Like yes, it, I literally my heart I mentioned just, it. Like, sinks whenever I I mentioned I think it, about it to I mentioned it to uh, my sibling group, and literally. Somebody started yelling at me about why would you remind me of that, and it's yeah. it's like there's literally one of the one of the best moments, and it's not like a great moment. It's like a totally cru- soul crushing moment, but it's so well done that like it's really good. Like I I don't care. I think Andrew Garfield is is was a really good Spider Man. He was. Uh, no, I thought I thought he he was. He definitely was. I think they they and were. And dude, um, legit, the music at the beginning, like they there there's the scene in the airplane when his parents are like fighting for their lives. I'm playing the clip right now. And on, then uh, the and then afterwards, when like it like pans in on the spider the spider logo, and then it pans out, and you see that that he's like falling through the air, and this like triumphant trumpet music is like coming through, and it's like bum 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 bum, and it's like almost it's almost reminiscent of like. Back to the Future's music, but like it's, he's just swinging through, and it's like it's like over the shoulder third person, and it, you actually see what it would feel like to swing around like Spider Man. It was so good. Like, I just got to the part where he's like he's reconnecting with Harry, and Max just got his freaking crazy electrical powers, and stuff. I'm excited to watch the rest of it. Like, dude, this scene is like like I never want to watch Emma Stone die, and like here we are. Yeah. God, it is just gut wrenching. Yes, and the noise it makes is that like, Jess. Yes, Jess talks about it all because the time. it cuts. It Ding. cuts. They cut the sound. Yeah. Oh, it is 
Awful. It is awful, but it's oh, so well God, done. Oh, God, it just happened. Oh. It's so well done. It is so... That is the best... That's the best on-screen death I've ever seen. That, um... That movie, though, has one of the worst, like, last scenes in it ever. Where... Paul Giamatti shows up and he's in the rhino suit because for yeah. some reason they couldn't just make the rhino the rhino like for real and then he's like wearing a wife beater and he has like tattoos around his head and he's like I'm gonna get you Spider-Man and then the he's in the opening ends. of it Sam I'm, I'm imagining Paul Giamatti when, in when like he's a driving... onesie <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's in the death to smoochie outfit <laughs> he wasn't in death to smoochie was he no, I'm saying oh, I'm just he him was. as Rhino oh, he's in the Death to Smoochie outfit. <laughs> I was like, what the hell? A really angry, sideways, freaking Paul Giamatti. Yeah. Drinking God. wine. I'm coming in for you, Spider-Man. In the Death to Smoochie outfit with they, a face tattoo. They drop him in a tank of Merlot, and that's how he becomes the Dude. Rhino. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the Joker origin story. Yeah. He's just sluiced, and he has no idea what's going on, and he just runs around bashing into people with his head. Dude, re- legit, you just reminded me that, like, uh, Sony beat uh, DC to the punch with freaking uh, forehead tattoos. Oh. Because Paul Giamatti's Rhino did it before Joker did. Yeah, he totally Damaged. did. Damaged. Damaged. Not a good movie. Boy. Damaged. No, it was not. You guys excited about the the freaking, uh, what's his face? Joaquin Phoenix? I'll be the, excited when I see the it. The Walker? I'll be excited, I'll be excited when, when I see anything push from the reset button on that universe and they mash it so hard that the whole computer breaks. <laughs> That's when I'll be excited. Yeah, I, I don't uh, I don't care anything about uh, about how he looks. Um, yeah, I mean, like I don't have an opinion on it. Honestly, it like it doesn't do anything for me. But like the, how the Joker looks has rarely ever done anything for me. Well, and they've just they. Warner Brothers needs to just get their act together. They they need to make up their mind as like, do we have an established universe or do we not? Um, and I don't know. Uh, I'm, I somebody don't care made a really good I really point. just I don't care anymore. Somebody made like a really good point about like um, like they should have the Joaquin Phoenix Joker origin movie, and then like in three years, they have a Jared Leto Joker origin movie, and it's a different story. And then like three years after that, they have like another joker origin story so that like you have no idea like they're all they're <sighs> all plausible no that's the best part no, about Heath Ledger's joker where that. he keeps telling they don't need to do that but somebody was like if, that's a if that's you were going idea. to do that you need to do it all in one movie yeah well like just be I like a series of short stories because you're just at that point you're confusing like yeah the, here's what i don't like about any of this is that <laughs> people that like don't follow any of this come to people like us and and i'm fine with like no i'm not fine with it because i'm annoyed i'm annoyed <laughs> at this point yes they clearly ask, you're did you raise uh, no, voice you're clearly off. not okay people come to to ask us questions about this it's like, true wh- so who's batman now is it still ben affleck is it jake Hall? well i really liked christian bale like i don't we know don't, we literally don't know Warner brothers doesn't even know because they can't fucking make up their mind like I don't know where the universe is going to go. And quite honestly, I don't care anymore. The comics are way better. And until they can make a movie that I actually think is worth watching, I'm out. I mean, I'm right out. now, tentatively, uh, it could be, it literally could be Michael B. Jordan as Superman 
and Jake Gyllenhaal as Batman, and we don't we we don't know, we don't know. Like there are talks of that of that being the know. case, but we don't have confirmation. Nobody's saying anything. Henry Cavill is 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 reportedly out as Superman. Yeah, but then he and then he posts some yeah. weird no, no, video of him like pull, pulling up a freaking action figure in a T-shirt and some garbage, no, and it doesn't. He, he doesn't even say anything. Yeah. And then yeah. his 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 agent is like, he's still in. We're still talking. But what's you know, stupid about like, that whole thing is like people people are talking about Henry Cavill. Like he's not a good Superman. It's like he's a no. He's a great Superman. He's been given um, like everybody else in that like. Yeah, world. the writing isn't great. The writing's not great. The directing the directing's been terrible, with the exception and, being Wonder Woman. And honestly, I'm not a I'm not a big fan of his suit. But that's again not but his. Whatever. Fault. That's not his fault. Like yeah. he's a good Superman. I don't pay attention yeah, to details like suits and stuff. I just don't care. But I agree. Literally Henry Cavill you're looking at almost Henry Cavill the is movie. a good is a good Superman. But yeah, like the movies are just not. They're they're like not. Uh, here we go again. They're, they're not totally <laughs> consistent with the DC universe that like we all kind of know and love. Hey, but I don't. I don't even think it has to be. But even Flash it isn't have to be totally consistent with Flash. But I still like him because it's. I think it's an interesting take. Whereas, yeah, like, like, I'm fine the with them. Aren't interesting takes. I'm fine with them playing around with it, but it's like just bad writing. Make it make it consistent where it feels like it's part of the same world. Like I forget yeah. that Man of Steel but and I'll, Justice League are in the same universe. Also, every and single Wonder one Woman of these, all, every single one of these movies except Wonder Woman, which was great, like all feel like they're all trying to be Avengers. Every one of them is trying yeah. to be Avengers. Whereas the ma- like Marvel movies are work. like, hey, Ant Man, that's all. That's a heist movie. It just happens to have a freaking, you know, guy who can shrink in it. Marvel guy. And then or, yeah. you know, and Iron Man I, are are like character pieces. Yeah. And then and Iron then Man uh, character And then uh, Captain America movies are action political thrillers. And yeah, yeah. So it's like it's like a free Captain America movies are like Tom Clancy movies. Yeah. And uh, then Iron Guardians Man is like, like freaking Star PTSD. Wars. You know, and it's like. Yeah, yeah, like that's what's fun about them is that you get all these different flavors. But with DC, it's like you get vanilla. Like, shut up and eat it. It's like no, but I want (laughs) Thor. Thor is like a is like a is you know you get your medieval stuff. Yeah, you know what I mean. (sighs) Yeah, it's 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 just it's depressing. Like it's so depressing because speaking of that, actually, uh, you you guys heard about the the Gambit news, right? No, oh that it's a romantic comedy. Yeah, <laughs> sure. The, I'll the take guy it. made a really uh-huh. interesting point. He said, "He said like Logan was a western, and like all these other things. And it's like he, he's like, like they're not meeting. But yeah. He's he's like they're not meeting at high noon and shooting like revolvers at each other. But it has like that same sort of tone. It's a, it's a as like as like an old dirty the genre. Western. The genre is post western. It's like the same as um, man. What is that? What is that movie called with freaking? I almost said with John Wayne in it." Uh, he's in, like, you talking about Fistful of Dollars? No, um, they re- like they remade it, and it was freaking uh, the Jeff Bridges. Yeah, um, what was that movie? Yeah, True Grit. Uh, True Grit. It was, yeah, True Grit. It's about Rooster Cogburn. Yeah, yeah, it's that the the technical term for it is a post western. It has a little bit di- bit of a different, um, like Three Ten to Yuma and stuff. That's kind of movie. yeah like it it's it's like a deconstruction of the west because like the classic western is like bad people roll into town they get you know they're besieged by criminals and then law and order or like a sheriff comes into town 
chases them off, rides off into the sunset, everything's fine. But like the post western That's a western, yeah. The post western is focused on when like what happens to the hero who has had to deal with this their entire life and they don't want to deal with it anymore because it doesn't change anything. Like uh it's it's focused not on like the righteousness of law, but like the yeah. futility of the fighting fu- against evil the, when it never yeah, ends. Yeah, the cycle of violence sort of like yeah. Uh, Logan is one. Funny enough, yes. A third of the Last Jedi is a post-western. Uh, <laughs> and the uh, the, uh, the part in the casino is the post-western. No. <laughs> <laughs> All the stuff with Luke is a post-western, uh, which is cool when you yeah, think when, about. When he's talking about the Jedi, which is cool end, when yeah. you think about like how much of the original trilogy, at least a lot of the new uh, A New Hope, was inspired by westerns. Um, yeah. And then, like Buddhist westerns are my favorite. A, yeah, genre. Buddhist westerns. There's another. There's another <laughs> movie that I can't think of that Dude, counts as post western. But like, yeah, legit. My mom, anyway. like, we we met for my birthday uh, and stuff Wait. like that. What? When did that happen? Hold on. What? Sorry, what? I was just running the trailer for Dark Phoenix, and now it's coming out on June seventh. It was originally coming out on Valentine's Day. It yes, got delayed. They moved, like they moved all that stuff. After. I re- Dude, yeah, what the hell? Oh they, they, when they announced no. when they announced yeah. the uh, the Gambit news, they shifted like everything, like from one date to the next Dude, what release the hell date. Is going on, I feel like they're gonna try and get those movies out of the way because then Disney's gonna do whatever they're gonna do with them. Although I like, I feel like Disney will probably keep going with Deadpool, if that makes sense. They will, yeah, because they're very successful movies and people like them. Yeah. So it's literally the best freaking. Uh, yeah. performing R-rated I, movie. Of all I feel time. like they are going to f- fully absorb X-Men in some way. They have to. Yeah, they freaking better, dude. They are. They literally already reset the universe. It is ripe, like it's ready to go. Yeah, like after Days of Future Past and like all that sort of stuff. Wait, and, now what's and, the New Mutants? What's that? I don't follow the X-Men movies. That's why I'm asking. I'm sorry. I mean, there's... The New Mutants is a TV show. Yeah, and then there's Legion also, which is another... Yeah, well, I knew... Yeah, show. Legion's a... Which is about David Haller. Uh, uh, well, no, Professor no. This X's is song. saying The New Mutants, 20th Century Fox, directed by Josh Boone in theaters August 2nd, 2019. Oh, that's the... Isn't that that horror movie that's in the X-Men universe? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Wait, I thought that was a TV show. I no, didn't know that was a horror movie. movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's, that's a horror movie. Uh, Gambit has like a, a sex comedy vibe, uh, which is honestly totally consistent with the character. That makes sense. I am, uh, I'm a, he's I a am, freaking I'm so curious. Like I, is I just want to see if it works. Um, it's so. It's, I don't think it's it's Channing Tatum. Yeah. Oh, it is still him. Okay, I wasn't sure. It's if they were going so that. crazy, but it he but can it, do but humor. It could be, wor- but it could work. You know what I mean? Like it's like the just the yes. concept of it. Like you have to imagine the boardroom. If they strike the right balance, like they can someone do it. went, what if it was. Not a superhero movie, but a comedy, like a romantic comedy, and you had to pro- you probably heard the sweat just start coming out of the boardroom, like, like their freaking, pores, like uh, just like, like Jordan a, Peele, a really quiet, like, just like <laughs> Jordan Peele level sweat rolling yeah. off of people. They were like, "Oh what, my one, god!" One thing that the guy said is like, "It is still a hundred percent a superhero movie. It just has like it has additional like like sex comedy vibes, right?" Because Gambit is a known like womanizer and flirt and things like that. Like that's just how he is. Yeah, you know. So we'll see. It's, it's interesting, and and uh, and I honestly, those super focused projects in the past have done well. Like they they were saying that like um, 
like Deadpool was like a raunchy comedy. Yeah. Logan was like Logan is like a, a western like New Mutants is like this horror movie and it's like they they're trying to cater these individual kind of side movies, not like the main franchise movies, like the, you know, like all that other stuff, but like each character has like the genre catered to what their what the, the main character is like. It's right. worked out for them. Like the Captain America movies, like we were talking earlier, feel different from like Spider-Man Homecoming. Or, you know what I mean? Like, all, they feel really different from each other, and that's what makes that universe work. Um, and then they come together, and it's like a big blockbuster, dumb action movie, which is why I don't think, for me personally, the uh, the group movies work as well as the individual movies. Hmm. Like I like, find I don't like them as much as... But but I also, you know, I, I tend to look... For the most part, I tend to look more for, like, those interpersonal stories. Yeah. Yeah, Not like I think I think I like, will oh, enjoy I think I will enjoy Spider-Man Far From Home way more than I enjoy Infinity War Part 2. And I'll probably revisit it more because let me tell you, I've only watched Avengers, the original Avengers like twice. Um, we we have to talk about one thing that we haven't talked about that got us into this conversation to begin with that I think is vital. Okay. How was Spider-Man 3? It's horrible. Like Honestly, rewatching I also it in 2018, saw it again how, how was it? Terrible. Did you? The, yeah. the funny thing about this is the Sam Raimi Spider-Man movies. Now, I am not a Ash versus Evil Dead. I am not. I'm not a Sam Raimi fan. Like I, the literally the first thing I ever saw from him was the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man movies. Oh, same. So that was my introduction to like his kind of like quick rack zoom, like horror in the surgical room with Doctor Octavius and stuff like that. It is very, it is very old school comic booky, um, which is at that point like I, it what worked did we have? because did we had we, nothing to we, compare it to. Really, did we even have the X Men, the first X Men movie at that point? At first X Men, we, we we definitely had. We okay. didn't have. We didn't have um, Iron Man though. We didn't have Iron Man. We didn't have the Dark Knight. Um, we may have yeah. had Batman Begins by the time Spider Man Three came out. I, um, I think the Dark I think Knight the X Men movies are demonstrably better than the Sam Raimi Spider Man movies. Yeah, like I on all honestly all of them, even the third one. Sure. Um, which I know a lot of people really really do not like. A lot of people. What, it's the a, third X Men? Yeah, they, a lot of people do not like the Last Stand. Yeah, I don't really know why. I don't think that movie's as bad as people make it out to be. No, it isn't. But. And honestly, rewatching, uh, rewatching Spider Man three, there are really good moments in it. It's just there are things that drag it down. Like, for example, Spider-Man's interaction with the symbiote suit, like how it latches onto him, how it how his conversations with Dr. Connors about like how aggressive it is, how it amplifies emotion and stuff and the way that he reacts and like the musical cues and stuff when he comes to and he's in the black suit and then he like goes around and like just beats the crap out of everybody like when he goes to the bugle and like holds Eddie Brock up against the wall and totally throws him under the bus and gets him fired. Like that stuff is really good. Then it goes goofy and there's the dance scene on the street and it's totally stupid. And then there's the really <laughs> painful scene in the, in the jazz club where he like oh, makes he's a playing fool, the piano and he's like, he makes a fool out of Mary Jane yeah. uh, when he's with Gwen Stacy and that sort of stuff. None of that stuff works. Um, I think that the, some of the stuff uh, with Sandman works. Almost none of the stuff with Venom works. Um, but honestly, some of the best moments in that movie are the ones with James Franco playing 
a super manipulative uh, Harry Osborn. And those moments really land for me. Like when he's totally manipulating uh, Peter and then like the waitress comes up and asks him how, it, how the pie is. And he's like, so good. And like he oh, looks yeah. over his shoulder and like winks to him. And Pete knows that he knows. Like moments like that, I think, are better than anything in the rest of the series. But they're dragged down by a really poor treatment of Venom. Uh, the treatment of Black Suit Spider-Man is good, I think, when he's Spider-Man. When he's Peter Parker and he's acting like a douche, like, it doesn't really work. Like, when he's hamming it up, it doesn't work. When he's legitimately angry and, like, intimidating people, I think it really does work. Um, the funny thing is, is that I found Spider-Man 2 to not hold up nearly as well as I thought it would. Yeah, uh, I found the same thing when I went back and rewatched that movie. I don't, and I don't, especially on the heels I don't think it's of, bad. of watching of watching Octavius's performance in the Spider-Man PS4 game, uh, Alfred Molina, who I had loved as it, I just, it's lacking, it's lacking substance, uh, which yeah. is a real shame. He's very flat in that movie. Um, and most people are. And, and Sandman is incredibly flat in uh, in the third yeah. movie. Whereas like Topher Grace as Venom is not flat, but like weird, just feels he's, weird. No, I, I he's he kind of treats it like, how would Eric from that 70s show react in this world but i all a part yes. of me also feels like that's how he just is like i feel like he kind of plays the same character in every movie he's in like and not that i i can't recall that much that he's in but like the only he time was that i in, think that that works is in uh is in what is it oceans 12 or oceans 13 yeah yeah when he's in that i honestly i think that's his best work yeah um, he was um he was he in plays an idiot. what was that movie i just saw the black klansman um he oh, plays he the he plays the leader of the kkk Holy and, crap, really? Yeah, and like it works really well, but I'm watching it and I'm like, this is just the guy from that 70s show as it's a Venom. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like it, it fits. It's just the way Venom's he is. Venom's leader of the KKK. He's literally black. <laughs> <laughs> that I need to see crap. that. I've heard really amazing things about Black Landsman. Yeah. But anyway. It was very good. Uh, basically, the, the funny thing is, is my recollection is. Everybody really enjoyed the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man movies until the third one. Yes. Uh, and then when The Amazing Spider-Man came out, people didn't like Andrew Garfield as Spider-Man. I know I loved him as Spider-Man, and I really enjoyed those movies. Honestly, I really loved the portrayal of, of the lizard in the first uh, Spider-Man movie. I love Emma Stone as Gwen Stacy. She is so good. Um, yeah, I think she does a good job. I thought the CG... Of, I remember thinking the CG on the lizard was a little meh. But it's not bad. It's not bad. I'm going to pull it up. Uh, the... Um, I mean, it definitely, definitely didn't jump out at me as bad CG. Um, the family is good. Um, the uh, They do some interesting things with his parents, or at least they start to. Yes. They start to set up like that plot line. Yes. Um, and they, they pay off it's on a shame. it in, in, the second, uh, in the second one a little bit. Yeah, I was going to say, you, you don't never... find out everything, though. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, because I think they were planning on doing a third one. Well, um, yeah, they were starting to build that Sinister Six, uh, Sinister Six like movie, and that was going to be a whole... like They had big plans for like that whole franchise, and they just didn't pan out. And they added some interesting things like they like in the, literally in the first movie, they did things with Spider-Man that I've never seen done where like he creates the web through the through the sewers where like if anything moves in that part of the sewers, it'll oh, yeah. in the line. And I was like, that is such an interesting Spider-Man, like Spider-esque idea that I've yeah. never seen done in a movie, um, you know, and, and 
I don't know. They they continue to kind of feed off of it. I'm like I said, I'm halfway through the Amazing Spider-Man two. I'm really enjoying it, other than freaking Rhino, because like he's on. not in it that much. It's just like when he is, it's like why are you here? When you if if you're gonna do a freaking Rhino, you need to have it be like Rhino, somebody scary. Like yeah. The Rock or freaking Brock Lesnar or somebody terrifying that like yeah. could literally tear you in half. Like right when, so uh, there is Rhino. You see Rhino in the game, and he's like four times bigger than anyone else. And it's just he needs to be a freaking huge imposing figure. Like Rhino is in the freaking like you ever watch the cartoon? Rhino yeah. just like you, he's like the Juggernaut. You just can't freaking stop him. Yeah, he's just this terrifying mammoth figure. Yo, this CG is pretty bad. Is it? Yeah. I also forgot, uh, for the lizard, I also forgot Dennis Leary is the cop in Gwen yeah. Stacy's dad. Yeah, he is. I, I think he does a great job. Yeah. As soon as he showed up with a shotgun, I was like, oh my God, that's right. Yeah. Um, Josh. Yeah. Are you going to go see Venom in theaters? Nope. Why? I've, I've already bought my I tickets. I just don't care. I don't know. <laughs> I've never, <laughs> no, just, I've never cared about Venom like ever. And do you like, uh, do you like Spider Man, Josh? I do really like Spider Man. But I just what do you three not Spider fans? Them. That's nice. Why do you think you don't care about Venom? Because like he seems never like one seemed of those all that interesting that... to me. It was just like I'm dark Man. and I'm I'm all black and cool. Like I'm the '90s personified. <laughs> I'm like, all right. Cool, <laughs> I'm I guess. the '90s personified. I tend to like. Man. I don't know. Yeah, who, so what what Spider-Man villains do you like? And don't say freaking Mysterio. I so I've never actually read a story with Mysterio in it, but I like Mysterio because it's goofy as hell. Uh, and I I'm just a fishbowl man. And also he's basically Marvel's Scarecrow, and Scarecrow is my favorite Batman villain. Yeah, he Scarecrow is an excellent Batman yeah. villain. Uh, That's one of the reasons I like it's Knight like, so much. Hey, what it if, actually focuses on it, and I love that actor. As what well. if Scarecrow yeah. was stupid as hell? That's Mysterio. Honestly, in the cartoons and stuff like that, like Scarecrow is really stupid. He wasn't terrifying until the movies, mm-hmm. or like, or like you know, in in the game, like in Arkham Knight, he's terrifying because of all the stuff he can do. Yeah, um, I'm also just not but, a yeah. big fan of of. Um, like anti-heroes for the most part yeah sometimes sure but i don't know there's, there's something about it where i'm just like okay i get it like i'm, I'm still doing heroes i'm still kind of doing good stuff <laughs> but i'm still a bad boy it's like all right come on all right get over it i don't know i'm not into it it's fine i just like what's so funny about this movie is especially um having been with ign um since may when like the trailer dropped like earlier this year i think um like the first one at least and that content always does so well whenever stuff gets posted about it like images or like artwork or whatever because i think visually that character people really like it um or they he's dynamic cool or whatever the funny thing is in those trailers i think it looks really bad i know and like there's so much about this movie that doesn't look good and the o- literally the still... only thing about this movie is that tom hardy is in it that's literally the only positive thing i have to say about it like and, and that it's say, about venom but i really i did like i liked the scene in uh the second trailer which i just uh i've got going right now in the stream um where 
just because it's stupid and it's funny where he is talking to the guy that's trying to shoplift and he's like, and then we will eat your face and then we will eat your head. And then, <laughs> um, and he's like, and I'm going to poop you out and kick you down the street like a little turd in the wind. Um, just cause I thought it was stupid and funny, but that's see, you're making me like want to get a refund. I know. And <laughs> on this ticket, I, nothing I don't know. I don't know what the tone of this movie is. I don't know what the point of it existing is other than, have you read any of the reviews? Uh, I, I've seen scores. I haven't read reviews only cause I'm, I'm trying to go in like, as open-minded as possible, but even now watching this trailer, I'm like, there's no way this movie's going to be good. And it's so unfortunate because... Which is a shame. It seems like the but type the funny of thing... thing is it's a, Sony, it's a Sony film. It's not a Marvel film. It's not a Marvel film, and, and a lot of people are having a hard time separating Which is why they can't have Spider-Man in it, because Marvel has Spider-Man now. Right. But yet, if you look at marketing material, like that, or press releases that they've put out, they're like, oh, this is a spinoff of the Marvel Universe. And it's like, well, except that then it's not. it's not because like, how how are you playing by those rules then? Like, you, how? Unless you could bring Tom Hardy in as Venom to the Marvel universe, but then you wouldn't write him the same. You wouldn't animate him the same because this doesn't look like a good, like, I don't, I don't know. Like the, I'm looking at. Hold on, I'm going back now. Um, like the scene where there's a scene where he's, he, well, it's the where he says we are Venom. Um, and he's holding and I don't the like guy, and he either. like licks his face. <laughs> yeah, um, I don't think he looks bad there per se. His we eyes looks like Venom. somebody spilt milk on a freaking asphalt. His eyes look like a a bowl of semen. Yeah. Okay. It's what yeah. it looks like. All right. Yeah. It I'm not here great. for it. I'm just saying that's the that's what it looks like. <laughs> <laughs> and also, I don't understand why his eyes look like that. His eyes literally look like like in a world without Spider-Man he wouldn't look like that. Like I know that's not why they ha- they 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 don't have the spider logo on his chest because that doesn't because make any he sense. But like his basis. eyes his eyes are literally copying Spider-Man's eyes too and if there's no Spider-Man what the hell does he look like that for? Yeah, but you also have to understand like if he doesn't look like that then how is he Venom? Yes, exactly. Yeah. That's yeah. because he's that's inexplicably I mean. linked into the story of Spider-Man. Yeah, yeah. Like, there is no freaking Venom. Why does he have web powers if he freaking doesn't have Spider-Man? He's literally emulating. The reason Venom can do all that stuff is because he's copying what Spider-Man can do. Right. It's the whole freaking point of the character, which is why I don't understand how they could do this. I also Ugh. can't. I feel like there's a good chance, because I have AMC uh, Premiere, which means I can see three movies a week for 20 bucks a month, and this is not an ad. Um, but... I'm not necessarily like paying to go see this movie. Like I am, but I'm not. I paid so, twenty one fifty for IMAX tickets. That being said, I really think there's a good chance I'm gonna walk out of this movie, and that's bad. Wow. I really think I'm gonna hear Tom Hardy talk for twenty minutes. I'm just gonna be like, I I can't do it. I just can't do it. And I'm just gonna get up and He's like, like I'm a reporter. <laughs> You're like ah. Just throw your arms well, up like see, Seinfeld. In the trailer, James, one minute... Is James going to see the movie? Um, He didn't sound like he was... Oh, no. I think he said he was going to go see it. He's not seeing it with me. Jess and I are going uh, by ourselves. I'd rather see A Star is Born, but um, I didn't realize that it was coming out this Friday. Isn't that a freaking <laughs> Christmas movie? No. No. No, it's... um someone with Lady Gaga and... Uh, yeah, Lady Gaga and... Uh, oh, I literally thought that was like a face? Christmas Jesus movie. No. no it's a, it's no, a no, no, movie no. about country music. 
Yeah. No, I've seen the ads for this one. It looks it looks good. It looks very good. Um, it's also and got they Sam Neill in it, Spotify, which is, which is like, amazing. Oh. Um, or not I Sam Neill. Coming out this week. Sam Neill is the freaking dude um, from freaking Jurassic Park. Who's the the guy from Tombstone and like oh. Tombstone Pizza? Like the stuff in the grocery store. No, Jesus the freaking Christ. Western. You piece of <laughs> garbage. Come on. Uh, the dude I have with no the idea. he was in Ghost Rider. He was the grave digger. I do. He's I, the freaking super the the Western guy. He's yeah. got the mustache. Yeah, the guy from the beginning. The, super, oh, the guy who's like from uh, Big Lebowski, right? He's the other Ron in Parks and Rec. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That guy. I I don't know. All I know is he's in he's in freaking Tombstone. He's in. Uh, Hold on. Yes, he's it's in all that, that guy. I know who you're talking it's about. That, it's, it's that guy. That guy. He's, uh, he's Way to bring up Tombstone. This is like the third time this movie's been brought up in my life somehow in the past. Isn't he like Wild Sam Bill? Elliott. Sam, Sam Elliott. Elliott. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not Sam Neill. Sam Elliott. Yes. So yeah, he's, I'm in on this in Star it. is Born movie. There, I, honestly, there's a good chance. I'm seeing Venom at 6, I think. If I, if You're going to walk like, out and go walk into the other one? It's 7 o'clock, and I'm like, <laughs> I look at Jess, and we just give each other that look of like, this is, I'm out on this movie. There's a good chance we're going to go get tickets for A Star is Born and just be like, all right, I'll go see Bradley Cooper sing some country music. It's yeah. fine. So the so I Joshua Yale has talked about the movie because he went and saw uh, they all went to the premiere of Venom. Uh, I read the first like paragraph of the IGN review uh, and the Metacritic right now is at like the Metacritic and Rotten Tomatoes is around 30 right now, uh, which is terrible that's like suicide squad level terrible yeah now i will tell so, you i did not walk out of so suicide squad venom is at 29 percent on rotten tomatoes and uh, oh it's gone a, down a star is born star is, is at 94 so yeah yeah I, I would also walk out of venom to go watch tell me what born. the better movie is um we also have really wanted to go see crazy rich asians and we have not so there that's audrey the really wants contender. to go watch that because she's read like three or four of the books uh and she says they're amazing yeah. And also, she started picking up Singlish, which is cool for me because uh, it's it's written by someone from Singapore, so they they use a lot of uh, a lot of Singlish, which is, which is what I heard a lot of when I uh, when I lived there. Anyway, oh, man, Venom. this whole podcast has been about Spider Man. I know. I realized that. I didn't realize how long <laughs> we've been recording. So, uh, uh, should we talk about some other stuff? Or <laughs> we can. We only have like fifteen minutes left, though. Sort of. Um. But did you get? What I, mean, you, I don't know. What do you go ahead, Josh. What you I was going to bring up the Star Wars news that broke right when we sat down. But yeah, like, I would do that. Know. Hey, uh, how do you feel about um, uh, the? Oh, frick! What is her name? Getting like three more years. Kathleen Kennedy. Uh, it's great. Kathleen Kennedy. Yeah. Yes, she's awesome. I agree. The, the only I people agree. that don't like her are like poo poo head people that. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm a fan. Yeah. When, like when I actually looked up, like I, I had heard people talking trash and stuff and I was like, well, let me see what she's responsible for. She's responsible for like legit, like some really good movies. Some of all of some of the best movies you've ever known. <laughs> yeah, basically. Yeah. yeah. So I'm like, yeah, freaking keep her on, keep, you know. Yeah. That's great. Um, so if you don't know about this Star Wars news that, that dropped. Um, I this don't. Is, this is regarding... Uh, John Favreau's uh, Star Wars series, which he is uh, writing and he's I think like, writing. He's and, the executive producer on it. Okay. Um, 
so there's an image. This is by way of IGN.com. It was on his Instagram. Oh, is that where it came from? He just put it up like on his Instagram and it's pretty, it's the title and the plot of what it's going to be about. So we have the Mandalorian after the stories of Jango and Boba Fett, another warrior emerges in the star Wars universe. The Mandalorian is set after the fall of the empire and before the emergence of the first order, we follow the travails of a lone gunfighter in the outer reaches of the galaxy, far from the authority of the new Republic. I'm into it. Ellipsis. I'm into it. I'm definitely into it's it. It's funny be- to, uh, because an, there was an article earlier today uh, about a bunch of rumors that were that were going on about this show, and like the rumor has been for the longest time that it's that it was about Mandalore, the planet specifically. Oh, really? um, but there were no like things, and it doesn't actually sound like that is what it's about. It, it sounds like it's about a specific Mandalorian. Um, so that that's oh, which no. is different, but I'm into I'm into this. It sounds like it's going to be very like smuggler based kind of, you know what I mean? Yeah, but um, it's going to be the cool. other. I just got some other news. <laughs> oh, what's that? <laughs> oh, Mega Man to be adapted into live action Hollywood film. No thanks. Oh yeah, that yeah I saw. Let's Mario keep talking about Star Wars. Wars. <laughs> Written and directed by Henry Joost and Ariel Schulman. No, thank you. Nope. We'll keep talking about Star Wars. Yeah, I don't care. I don't care who writes or directs it. I don't want yeah. um, a live action Mega Man movie ever. But in my life, th- ever. I'll I, so Literally that, ever. Anyway, that's what we know for a fact about the the live action Star Wars show, and then we know that it's going to be on Disney Play, although they changed the name of whatever that service is, like seemingly every week. When we first heard about it, it was like Disney Direct, and then it was like Disney something, and now it's like Disney Play. And I'm like, all right, just pick one, all right? Make up your mind. Yeah. Um, but these are all the rumor. They've started filming already, and there's a bunch of like, you can go look them up. They're not hard to find. There's a bunch of like people on friggin' parking garages with super long lenses, like taking pictures of the sets and like where they're filming. Oh, really? Stuff. Oh, yeah. Because they're doing it like. They're doing some of these out in the open air, and, and you can see... I mean, they don't show much. They literally show, like, some sand and some Tatooine-looking things and then, like, green screens, and then you just see, like, train tracks and, like, construction and stuff in the background. Like, there's nothing. Like, they show nothing. Um, but this article came out earlier, which is why it surprised me that they just dropped this randomly today uh, from makingstarwars.com, which is a really huge website. Um and one of the things was that uh, originally, one of the rumors was that originally Lucasfilm had ordered 10 episodes for the series, but it turned into eight. Um, and the reason for that was to give more budget for each episode because they're trying to make the show like production wise as like movie as close to movie as possible. Um, and then the other rumor, which I don't know if this is true or not, because I, it's it's a thing people have wanted for a long time, and I just don't think it's going to happen. It sounds more like a fan thing. Uh, Dave Filoni, who's responsible for uh, Avatar The Last Airbender and Star Wars Clone Wars and Star Wars Rebels, people have been like, man, it'd be cool if Dave Filoni like, directed a movie or something. And the, one of the rumors is that he's directing two episodes of this show. 
Oh, okay. <laughs> but his background is so animation focused that I'm just like, I don't know, man. Is it necessary? Would yeah, it and I'm like, <laughs> I don't know, man. And he's like, he's already knee deep in the final season of Clone Wars is, that's going to come out next year, and he's helping oversee Resistance, which airs this Sunday, starts airing this Sunday. So it's like, when is he going to have time like to do any of this? You know what I mean? I don't know, man. It's like... Yeah, but I mean, I don't know, two episodes. I wouldn't well, be opposed. No, I mean... I freaking love Dave Filoni. He's probably the... Sure. He's the closest thing to, like, uh, the uh, the heir of, you know, the legacy of George Lucas as anyone, basically, yeah. because he worked under him for so many years on Clone Wars. He basically, like carries that Picked torch his, in a way yeah. yeah so like i don't know but we'll his see methods and habits yeah um yeah these set photos are pretty funny like i like the yeah. uh i like the um crate like city that they've built around this set yeah that, like they have like a bunch of like shipping containers like just around all of it yeah uh the it's code name now. apparently for the show is huckleberry whatever that means and then uh, Wer- Werner Herzog is apparently in it, according to the, one of the rumors, as an actor. And then uh, one of the other rumors is that some of the episodes will be directed by, quote-unquote, a Marvel Studios director, aside from John Favreau. Hmm. So who knows who, knows who <laughs> that is, but those are all rumors. The, what we know, though, about the show so far, I'm actually really excited. <laughs> Sounds cool. Hey. Huh? You're not allowed Uh-oh. to do that. Freaking dog. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. Um, one thing I need to drop because drop I just it. want to pimp this game because I'm so excited about it. Um, even though Brian isn't because he's a poop head. Uh, reviews are coming out for Mario Party, Super Mario Party on yeah, Switch. Yeah, yeah. And boy, howdy, does this game look fun. Ooh. I'm going to wait on it, but I'm sure it'll be cool. Is uh is Brian still with us? Oh, he is. Okay. Yes. I didn't have yeah, Skype open. You just, you were. He was looking for all there. the deets on sure. this new Mega Man movie. He's hyping up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, one thing. So, uh, <clears throat> for our listeners out there, uh, reviews for Mega Man Eleven are already up. The uh, the problem is I already had a prior commit. I did get a code from for that from Capcom, but I had a prior commitment uh, to Nipponichi Software to get my Disgaea one complete review up and it is a short game though yeah it's only hundreds of hours yeah Yeah. (laughs) whereas Mega Man is like really short but I I wanted to get it up because I I told Wolf that I would that I would uh, would get it up on you know on time and stuff like that so so I missed I missed the uh, the embargo breaking on uh, on Mega Man 11 but I'm probably going to stream that tomorrow Um, so if you want to to check me out streaming that I'll I'll be streaming that at twitch.tv slash ribnax um and uh, and also we're gonna have uh, we're gonna have James Clark on the show uh, next week to talk uh, to talk more about Disgaea One Complete. Uh, I won't talk. We've gone really long in this episode already, so I'm not gonna give my review thoughts on Disgaea One uh, Complete this week. I'll just wait until James is on because he also is reviewing it for the podcast. Um, so we'll we'll do that, and then we'll also talk about uh, Dragon Ball Fighters Switch um, at that time. Uh, I, I just want to let you, guys, let you guys know what's I, up. Uh, I like I like playing that game with a pro controller. It it feels real good. I still yeah, don't yeah. have a pro controller. 
Oh, dude, it's worth it's, it. Let dude, me tell you. yes. Here's the thing, that's though. How, that's how I play Breath of the Wild. I play 99% yeah. of the time in undocked on my couch. So I don't know in handheld, what it yeah. is. And I think I've said this before. Um, uh, playing Switch undocked for me anymore is so uncomfortable. And I don't I don't know what happened. I mean, for shooters, it totally yeah, it depends on the good. game. Yeah, it depends on the game. Yeah. I'm getting better. Like, for me... Go ahead. Yeah, well... I was just going to say, for me, for me, Dragon Ball Fighters on a non... <clears throat> Pro style controller is not right. ideal. Although I am, I am adapting to it. Like, I'm a D-pad player. I'm first of all, I'm a gamepad player on fighting games. Yeah. Uh, anymore on in the PS3 era, I wasn't. I was a stick guy. But since I moved to PS4, and then they're like, "No, oh, your stick doesn't work." Just like Sony's, like everything doesn't work. Freaking crossplay and all that garbage. <laughs> uh, it's coming to it's, changing, it's at Fortnite. Get changing your names and like all that sort of stuff. It's just Dude. like Sony's just like your yeah. stuff doesn't work. You're I not buying pl- no I one. I'm play, just like, I don't have that money. Uh, what I was gonna bring up was I could play Fortnite on Switch now. We'll get we'll get there. Yeah, because yeah. of the crossplay. But anyway, so so because of that decision, I stopped. I had to. I didn't have freaking three hundred dollars to burn on a new fight stick, so I went to pad. Uh, and now I'm just I'm just uh, Dragon Ball Fighters. I think specifically is really good to play on pad, um, but. The so I play with a D pad um, when I'm like moving around and stuff because it's it's easier. There's less movement required and things like that, uh, and it's more precise. Uh, on Switch, I feel like that's not the case. Mm-hmm. Um, the the Switch D pad doesn't exist. It's just four buttons, and it's <laughs> not it's not great. Uh, I love that. <laughs> the Switch well, the, the D pad doesn't, doesn't exist. exist. Well, it it doesn't if you uh, unless you get a modded Joy-Con like I have. I'm gonna yeah, try to get one on soon because it's getting unbearable. Yeah, like I'm honestly I'm even playing a with it. It's, it puts my thumb and my hand in an uncomfortable <laughs> situation. Um, if it was like if it was like the <laughs> like the Vita where like the the D pad got top billing and was towards the top of the. Of the yeah, machine. It, I get it would that. be different. It would be better because I'd have more support for my hand. But it's at the bottom. It just it's 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 not great. It's not so, great. So yeah. I'm I'm trying to adapt to playing a fighting game with the analog stick, which is how I did it on 360 when I was playing um like Persona 4 Arena and and you know fighting games on 360 like that and Street Fighter uh, 4. Um, you know I would play in that sort of a way, but that's not my ideal method for playing we'll see and we'll we'll get much more into that next week um right but yeah um yeah I get, sorry to interrupt if you were in the middle of something no i uh i was honestly gonna go on a different whole thing but uh cool then it works perfect it was more about it was more it would but it was still related to switch uh like and how sure, controlling well, we weird ga- games is, is weird on it um yeah because lately with the start of season six in Fortnite. um i they finally sony finally has allowed cross play uh yeah save and all that good all that good stuff so i finally am able to play on my switch and it's been good to finish like um uh what is it battle pass quests and stuff yeah with yeah. but boy howdy is it really hard to aim on switch oh really oh yeah um, Dude, I can't. I, I literally hopped on to Destiny 2 on PS4 the other day because I was going to play with one of the other writers at IGN. And, like, I, I, I bet that if you're another person looking at me in the game, I look like a freaking child. 
Like, I don't know how to do anything. I can't aim worth... No, you have, like, a dad crap. who's like, my kids look, are into this Fortnite business. Okay, <laughs> Whereas, like, skit. I'm constantly getting freaking headshots all the time on PC. I just can't do controllers anymore for Although, shooters. I did find out on the Switch version of Fortnite, they have gyro aiming. And it makes... And it sounds like, oh, why would I ever want to do that? It makes it... I heard it's a lot better. It makes it so much more bearable. Yeah, um, because I've heard the same thing for Splatoon. I've heard that like the gyro controls actually um, make Splatoon like really no, good. No, th- because the ones of Splatoon work differently. So the it's way it not... works in Splatoon is um, it only it only calculates up and down. You go left and right with the stick, and then you aim up and down by tuning it. It's not kind of it's not like Breath of the Wild or Fortnite, which I kind of wish it was like. But yeah. Um, I just use normal aiming in Splatoon, and I do fine. It's fine. Hmm. But, yeah, turning on the gyro aiming in Fortnite on Switch helps so much. But hmm. uh, not ideal. That game's still real good. Still real good. Fortnite? Yeah. What? So did you have a um, PlayStation account and a whatever else a PC, account? I, I, no, I, so you were always able to cross-save between PC and PS4. Yeah, and then they added it into Xbox, but then they were like, "But if you have played on PlayStation, you can't go back and forth, vice it. versa." Um, so it was like the PC was kind of in the middle, and then they could do this thing. But then, but then it sort of eventually became, "Here's everyone else, and then here's Sony." So like it. So if I was over at your house, Chris, and I had an iPhone with Fortnite on it, and you were on your Xbox, and Brian was on his PC, we could literally all play together. Right. That's so awesome. Yeah. Now, but like, if my, somebody else was on a PS4, they were out of luck. But if you had, I guess my question is, if you had, like, if I had a PS4 Fortnite account and a everything else Fortnite account that wasn't connected... But I was like, oh, cool. I'm, like, is there any way to bring those two together? I have no or... idea, but I didn't do that. I was like, okay. I just refuse. I just... I'll live with the pain, you know, and yeah, play on yeah. PS4 and uh, PC. And then when they did that, I was like, I actually didn't play, like, nearly any of Season 5. I played a little bit of it. And then Season 4, I didn't play at all. Um, mm. But Season 7, it's, like, Halloween-themed, and you can become, like, a... Like, one of the skins is literally, like, just a white dude, but then as you finish more of your battle pass, it becomes more and more of a wolf, like a werewolf. And I'm just, oh, like, cool. so I, yeah, into I this. Like yeah. I was like, dude. I like the halfway dude, version cool. because it kind of just looks like Teen Wolf with a headband, and I'm like, I'm all about this. I'm gonna, I got to get this. Um, <laughs> he looks like the wolf man. I like that you can bit, get yeah. pets. Yeah, and I have a doggo now on my back, and when you jump out of the bus, it goes like, boo, and stuff. <laughs> I'm all about it. But, um... Yeah, it's so nice just having everything crossplay, and now I'm just like crossplay all the things. Like I don't care. Destiny is the one. Destiny oh is the one. Crossplay, cross save on Destiny. That's what I care about. See, I've seen yeah. so many people go like, "I'll take cross save, but I don't want crossplay." And I'm like, "I don't care about your crucible balance. I don't care. Like, just give me crossplay. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm like, no game is ever going to be 100% balanced, and the ones that are are boring. I was like, just let yeah. us play games and. Like let yeah. like just give us so Fortnite like they you auto you auto matchmake with your own platform, but you can but if you cross if you're doing crossplay with your friends you are automatically put in the pool with everyone basically, uh, I believe. I like that. That's a good. Solution. I think you can you can pick and choose. Like I only want 
to queue with console people, you know? Um, or you can be like, I don't care. Just put me in the pool with everyone. Um, I have a gross question that I feel I have to ask. What's that? What happens to your doggo when you get shot? Uh, I don't, I've never looked. I think you just, cause you don't like die. You kind of just disappear. He, he lays so. down. He lays like, down and whimpers. <laughs> like, can just your dog get shot? And I'm only asking this because, like, I don't want to be no. Because the, the dog is just part of your backpack. Okay. Like the dog doesn't run around with you. It literally sits in your backpack. But like, it okay, just hangs but out. It, well, okay. And then yeah, I guess they wouldn't have that. And then it I will, just like, have this you get horrible, shot from behind. This horrible. Okay. That's what I mean. This horrible vision that like I'm playing Fortnite. Well, first of all, the fact that that would happen would be a miracle. You never play, it would never, you would never happen. Me, Chris, that's why. Um, but Jess would walk you, in and be like, make oh, there's a dog better. strapped to your back, and it just got shot. And you're, why are you playing this game, you monster? <laughs> yeah. Dude, you legit asked me a question about that with another game. I can't remember what it was, but I was talking about because it's a some ser- game. It wasn't Fallout, but it was another game where you had a dog companion. And I was like, I can't. If the dog can die, I can't play it around Jess because she'll I'll never oh it was Far Cry 5 yeah yeah that's right it was Far Cry 5 which is literally on on my list to talk about this week but I don't think we have time yeah uh but yeah yeah there's a there's a companion that you can get which is a dog and he's like oh I could never and I'm like dude you should because this game is good it's very good a friend of mine is like letting me borrow it because he like he went through and beat it and did everything and he's like just take it man you you gotta play this game The Sims finished. The, the funny, the funniest thing about that whole story is that is that it's my buddy Leo that that let me borrow it, and he's, you know, uh, he's a Christian, and for the beginning of it, he's he didn't he doesn't know anything about Branch Davidians, or like or like David Koresh and that that <laughs> oh, sort of thing. What a fool! Well, you don't know anything about David Koresh and like his freaking cult of personality that happened. No, in, I have no Dallas idea what you're talking about. Dude, when the freaking government went you in, to, you need to look all that up. <laughs> it's fascinating. Dude, it was freaking crazy. Wait, what, uh, what's this guy's name? David Koresh. David Koresh. Just look up. Uh, what was the name of the place? Oh no, never mind. I totally. As soon as I saw the picture of the guy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I know about all this. Yeah. So yeah. The, basically, so Far Cry Five is about. A, is kind of inspired by that, um, by what happened there. Like it's a, it's a place in like Montana or like Hope County, Montana or something, where there's like a freaking cult that's risen up of like doomsday survivors, or doomsday preppers and 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 stuff like that that follow this guy who's like a freaking maniac, uh, who claims to have visions from God and stuff. But since they since he quotes scripture and stuff, my friend Leo, who is a Christian, was like. Like, he started playing it because I was like, oh, dude, Far Cry games are great. And he played, I think, Far Cry 3 or something. He got this one. He's like, he's like, I don't know how I feel about it. Am I killing Christians? And stuff like that. And I was like, I was like, no, dude, Not you're killing cultists. You're kill- You're literally killing cultists. Now, I, you know, I don't know if Josh wants to get into, like, a semantic argument. Oh, or, no. You know, about. about I'm know. not even a big fan of the game, to be honest. There's a lot. I have a lot well, of criticisms was, of it. I was just talking about like Christianity examined as a cult and what the differences are from like well, cults any of personality could. and any mainstream religion. But yeah. any, uh, discussion for another time. Yeah, we don't need uh, that. I just realized <laughs> my, uh, I have two cameras and uh, the one that I use for myself is like in the bottom right corner. But 
my Skype one is also there. So there's like two different just shots of me on the stream, like at any given time. Nice. Right now. Nice. Well, I mean, you know, we always need twice as much of you as any of it's us. It's all about the angles. Yeah. Sure. Do you guys want to uh, wrap it up at this point? There's I so much so. more I could talk about, but like, yeah, we, it, it, it has. I'm playing with the dog off screen, in, and she needs a walk. Yeah. yeah, we have gone an appropriate length of time, so I believe so. We'll get to man. It it might be a while before I talk about more uh, more review stuff because we might we might have some spoiler casts coming your way, but uh, but you'll. Uh, We'll have to talk about that another time. Yeah. Uh, Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, viewers, readers, watchers, listeners, for joining us for episode 115. If you have opinions on something we said in this or any other episode or want to recommend topics of discussion, let us know on Twitter. You can find me uh, on Twitter and Instagram at Ribnax, R-I-B-N-A-X. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Shrives93. You can also find me on the podcast series Hooray for Anime, uh, where we recently wrapped up um, Violet Evergarden. We did an episode on My Neighbor Totoro, and we are currently watching Darling in the Franks, um, the 2018 anime series, which I'm loving so far. The first episode is the episodes 1 through 13, and I am all in on that show, but everybody tells me that the payoff is not great, so that's a bummer. But ah, yeah, had a good time recording that with James and Breton, which that was his, Breton's podcast debut. Nice, that's cool. Yeah, I haven't listened to it, obviously, but obviously. <laughs> it's right. not up yet. Well, well, I'll watch it. You can find me on Twitter at the Jawa Josh, and if you want to hear me talk a bunch more <laughs> about Star Wars, yes, more we did, than we, we did, did in this episode. This we uh, I do a podcast called Long Time Ago Radio. It's on iTunes, Stitcher. I almost always say SoundCloud because it just seems like it should come right off the tongue. But uh, tune in yep. and other cool podcast services. You can also go to a starwarspodcast.com and find everything there. Um, last episode, we talked about Star Wars Ring Theory, which is a huge deep dive, and I won't get into it, but it's fa- I, I think people who are into the mechanics of Star Wars will find it fascinating. And for the two episodes in October... Oh, my God. My dog is being super loud. Uh, for the two episodes in October, we are doing Halloween sort of themed episodes. So the first episode that will be coming out next Monday, which is... What is the date on that? The 8th will be about whether or not we think there could ever be a Star Wars horror movie. And if there was, what it, what would we want it to be? Um, and then the second cool. episode, which will come out on the 22nd, will be about Star Wars related food and candy. <laughs> Dude, legit, a portion of The Empire Strikes Back played like a horror movie. Yeah, when, a little when bit, he was yeah. fight, When he was fighting Darth Vader and he was, like, walking oh. through the corridors and then he, like, leapt out we, of him. Oh, We have spooky. some Legends examples it. of horror-themed Star Wars stories. There was a book called Red Harvest, and then there was another book called Death Troopers, which was basically a zombie haunted house movie taking place on a Star Destroyer. Oh my god! Right? That sounds dope. Uh, so we're gonna talk about those, and then we're gonna talk about what. So it's like Star Wars seen. crossed freaking Dead Space. Yes. That sounds horrifying. Uh, <laughs> the, Josh, the, one. the cover of the book is literally a bloody stormtrooper helmet with like a hook and a chain. Like it's like hanging on a hook and a chain and stuff. Is yeah. that behind you a little Korok? Yeah. You found when, him. When did that show up? It's been there. For, Are you serious? <laughs> yes. 
What is that? What game is that from? What? Oh, from what, uh, like, Breath of the Wild. I got it on Etsy. Oh, it jingles too. That's adorable, too. dude. I love that. Like when you shake it, it goes like. Dee, 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 dee. It has like a little bell <gasps> in it. Oh my god, I'm so. I'll bring it up to the thing that. and after. Yes, please do. Yeah. Uh, follow up question about long time ago readout. Uh huh. Have you had an episode dedicated to slightly bigger Luke yet? No. <laughs> but I but I think we I think after we had that conversation I wrote down like bad fan theories I think we're gonna talk about it in there <laughs> yes because <laughs> there I mean among, like that, that's just one there are many part of me wants to be on that episode <laughs> oh, well Brett, so do you funny. know a lot about slightly bigger Luke I know so, I know some weird stuff about right. that. But I, I I would legitimately research this stuff just to be on there because yeah. I'd want to talk we'll about bring how you on one episode stupid to talk about slightly bigger Luke. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. I googled it again after we talked about it because I forgot kind of what it was about and I was just laughing at it. It's so dumb. Oh it's like god. the flat earther of the Star Wars universe. Yeah. Uh, it's just totally dumb. You can find us all corporately at Platformers Pod on Twitter. And if we're streaming, it's going to be at twitch.tv slash the Platformers Podcast, where you might be watching this right now. Um, if I'm streaming personally, I'm probably going to be streaming. Just because we're streaming the show now, I'm going to separate my own stuff out to be at uh, twitch.tv slash ribnax, uh, which is my own personal channel. Uh, so I will probably do some more of that stuff there, including like uh, like some of my review streams and preview coverage and stuff like that. So look forward to seeing more stuff like that soon. Uh, please review us on your podcast platform of choice uh, because that helps other people to see us. Uh, that helps us to expand our audience and things like that. And it, it's it's crazy how much that helps. Like that's pretty much the only way to find a new audience unless you're actually telling other people you know about it. Um, about the show so if you have a good time uh with the show please help us out and tell your friends about it or uh or leave us a review oh man from everybody here at the platformers we hope you have a wonderful week because until next time we are out <laughs>